All right, folks, on this next episode of the Sports Web Podcast, I will try to catch you up and get you more information on all of the shutdowns in professional sports and get you up to date on the NFL's new CBA and give you a timeline of this crazy, crazy coronavirus or COVID-19 as it has been hashtagged all over social media. So here we go. I want to start, and I'm going to try and go through this, give you this uh, timeline of the COVID-19 virus, and I'm going to try and play it out where I give you the finer points. Um, so, guys, like I have been posting, and if you haven't done it already, you need to hurry up and get to it because you need to get your uh, Netflix subscription paid up. Your Hulu paid up, and all your other streaming. I mean, if you go on Amazon, you might can find a Fire Stick for real cheap now, or you might not even be able to find one now because um, no sports. I'm just talking to the guys right now, Mo. Y'all ladies always got something to watch on TV, but you know us guys, it's hard for us guys when we don't have sports. It's hard for us to pinpoint, sit down, and find movies. So you know, you know some things. We'll probably be watching a lot of movies that we've seen already, or we'll probably be watching a lot of games and sports that we have already seen previously. So we go back to March the 11th, which was a Wednesday. And at that point, um, the CBI tournament was closed. The Golden State Warriors had closed home games to all the fans, which was actually being discussed um, a few days before, prior to that. Uh, within the NBA and ultimately we got to the point where the NBA was the first official major sport uh, to get uh, give a hiatus or suspend um, activities. Other uh, sports followed shortly after that and what really really I think prompted the NBA to make that move to finally make that move was the a positive test of Rudy Gobert initially. Then we read that we read we heard that Donovan Mitchell was has tested positive, and then most recently Christian Wood and Emmanuel Mudiay. Um, Mudiay is also of the Utah Jazz, and Christian Wood is a player for the Detroit Pistons, who had previously paid played the Utah Jazz before all of this th- all of this stuff came about. So. The NBA, again, like I mentioned that um, around March the 11th, the Golden State Warriors were planning on playing games uh, without any fans in the arenas. And the NBA was already discussing that as well. Then it finally got to the point where it hit home and they ultimately suspended uh, uh, operations. And like I said, other teams, other major sports have also suspended operations for that um particular cause but this COVID-19 other than it doing a number on us sports fans where we now have minimal sports um, like I was just watching the Wilder uh, Gypsy King fight uh, again this morning before I came in to the studio to do the show but it's really really hard Uh, there was talk about people believing that the XFL would use this time to continue play to try and get a hand up, uh, a leg up on the other leagues or the NFL. But 
they have since suspended their operations as well. And like I mentioned in the first half of the show with Corey and, and Reezy were here, uh, Sean Harvin, what's up? Miriam Hans, everybody that's tuned in. I appreciate you all tuned in. Ivan, bro, Ivan, what's going on, Mighty Mouse? Yeah, workouts, everything is getting tough, man. And, and you know, I'm waiting to see when more, I'm waiting to see and waiting to hear more stuff being shut down. Uh, a lot of, most of the events uh, in the big venues, the big venues have been shut down. Wells Fargo Center here in the city has been shut down for cleaning. There's no events. The concerts and everything have been postponed. Um, in the surrounding area, Delaware County and Montgomery County have basically fully shut down. So it's getting to the point where it's been named a pandemic. But like we mentioned earlier, it's hard to figure this out because, you know, one of the things they say that people can do to avoid or help try to avoid um, contracting this virus is, can you know, be mindful of your proximity with others, especially strangers, and continually wash your hands, which I feel like something this is something that people should have been doing all along anyway. Uh, you go into stores, stores are bare because people are in what I'm going to say a panic. Uh, you know, you're running out and you're buying stuff just in bulk. Like, so you're going to clean, like, there's a sort of news, I saw on, on, on the internet yesterday that there was a guy that bought 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer and was trying to resell them on Amazon um, until he got caught and he got made aware that, you know, uh, uh, price gouging is illegal. So now he feels like he's stuck with those 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer. Well, dude, that's your fault because you shouldn't have bought that many. And, you know, you, you want to go in there on the premise of having, being precautious and wanting to make sure that you're clean, your hands are taken care of, but you go in and you buy everything up. So now the next person can't come in and buy anything. So let's just say, let me play devil's advocate for a second. Let's just say that that person that comes behind you could possibly have a minor cold. With the scare that's on now, a minor cold with the cough, people are going to automatically think some kind of tie to the coronavirus. So now you've got everything that was on the shelf in your cart. You've got this person behind you. Now this person is starting to cough and sneeze, and you're there. So what are you going to do then? Um, I see Shawana Jordan. What's going on, my sister? She says now the guy has to donate, and that's all he can do. That's all he has to do, which uh, I think is a great thing, you know. And, and, you know, you're being selfish, I think, when you just buy all of that stuff if you don't have any good intentions except for keeping them all for yourself. Uh, personally, like I mentioned earlier, me, what I do is I'll buy one or two bottles from the dollar store when they have them. When those bottles run out, I'll also go to maybe Walmart or ShopRite or somewhere else, one of the bigger stores, and I'll buy the gallon jug of hand sanitizer, which you can buy because I've had it. I've seen it. Um, and you can refill your jar so you'll always have some. You know, and then that way you don't have to worry about the little bottles. You can go buy a gallon to refill when you need to refill. So there are plenty of, there are many things that you can do. And again, people, like we said, you should have been washing your hands and taking care of that anyway. Like I said, I work um, a place where there are several people that use a computer terminal. Of course, I wipe it down. I mean, it's just natural because so many people use different things um, at a time. And it's, you're not the only one to use it. You should take those precautions. 
to wipe those things down. It's computer terminals from your hands, phones. People hold them with their hands. People talk into it. So those are the things that if you work in an environment where um, you have, right, because you can wipe those things down. Uh, Shawana just chimed in again, and she said it's also very hard to tell who's sick now because it's allergy season. And that is also correct. Um, I suffer from all seasonal allergies, and that is very true because people could be walking around sneezing and coughing as common for allergies. Um, the pollen level is probably high right now in the early stages of the seasons changing. So, you know, you could be fooled. And again, this is the reason why you should already have this stuff. You know when the weather begins to change, allergy seasons come up. When it goes from cold to warm, from warm to cold, both of those times a year, you get allergies. And often during, during those seasons, when it's an off time, when there's just a lot of pollen in the air, people have reactions, allergic reactions. And then one of their, okay, one of their um, common things is coughing and sneezing. So you have to be mindful of that. And again, like I said, this is why you should have been preparing yourself all along. So all of these sports are uh, suspended, things of that nature, in precautions to, you know, there are people that have, outside of the actual playing of the sport, uh, Charles Barkley is taking the test. I'm sure uh, each league is taking precautions and getting people um, tested. There are people quarantining themselves just to be cautious, which I think is a good thing also. But people, you know, if you have to come out, like I'm a central person at my job, so I need to go to work. I just have to take the normal precautions that I have and be mindful that I am doing what I need to do. Be responsible and, you know, be mindful of what I need to do during this time, this troubling or this trying time. So, again, today would have been our NCAA March Madness preview show, but there's no March Madness. There's no tournament coming this year. Um, it actually would have been starting today. It's the 16th. It would have been starting uh, Thursday, I believe, or maybe even tomorrow, as early as tomorrow. Uh, I'm not going to talk much about it, but they have done just, I guess, to kind of um, appeal or appease the sports fan. There have been on CBS.com, they, they've done uh, – simulated tournaments um and what they have now yes March sadness shawanda absolutely uh what what they've done if they did a simulation of the tournament and from what i read dayton ended up from their simulations being the national champ uh the ncaa was also uh thinking about possibly releasing the 6018 bracket uh prior to them uh postponing the tournament canceling the tournament then they decided not to, and then they did that simulation thing or whatever. So it is what it is. Um, Shawanda says March Sadness. A absolutely. Uh, if you are a basketball fan, which I am, I'm actually a basketball junkie. Shawanda's a basketball fan, business person in basketball and basketball coach. This is like our Christmas, if you will. It's like our second Christmas, you know, or our early Christmas because it's in March. But this is the time that we live for, you know, March Madness, where there's games on all day. Anybody can upset anyone on any given day. And it's just excitement and it's just, just pure love of the game of basketball because it, it's a one-and-done tournament. It starts out with 68 teams now. So it's a one-and-done tournament. And you see these kids or these young men and these young women play their hearts out and leave it all on the floor 
to um, achieve the national championship. And some of these players, it's their senior year. So speaking of that, for some of these players that are in their senior years or some of these players that were maybe juniors or were thinking about going to the pros um, early, if you will, it, it kind of puts a damper on them because something like the NCAA tournament it is pretty much a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Uh, if you go to a school that makes a tournament, you make it, let's say you make it, and you know you have to enjoy and soak in every moment of that because you honestly, for the most part, don't know if you'll make it again or don't know how far you'll make it in that tournament. And these are moments that are created for you to have stories to tell your kids and your grandkids down the line. Um, it can put you in history. Can make you a part of history, so I think that's the only that's the only uh, sad thing I feel about this situation. Uh, again, I understand the heightened precautions and everything being canceled or suspended, whatever word you want to use. But I understand, you know, um, because like like I mentioned, and I've talked to people at work and talked to people outside of the show. Everyone is not cleanly. Um, I use I use the example I've been using the example a lot where they particular the sporting events which we're talking about that have been postponed or canceled they have precautions there they have and one of the things I don't like is the hair dryer and I'll tell you why I don't really like the air dryers in the bathroom public bathrooms in a second but in most of the arenas where professional sports are played there's no doors on the actual bathroom door you know there's doors for the stalls and things of that nature whatever but when you have masses of people in a certain area then you have these people get in the area it gets tight so now the air is condensed a little bit so the germs tend to tend to stay centralized in that area and i've seen it personally everybody doesn't wash their hands when they leave out of that bathroom and for some of the most of the adults or a lot of the adults You've got guys that are going back and forth to the bathroom three, four times a night during that game or that event, whatever, because they're drinking. They're getting tipsy. Some of them are really getting flat out drunk. So they got to go to the bathroom several times. And a lot of times they're not washing their hands. And then you have some people that just don't wash their hands coming out of the bathroom. Uh, they have paper towels in the bathrooms. They should have the option of paper towels and the air dryers. Now, my concern and my thing with the air dryers is, because of the work that I've done over time, I'm, I'm familiar with universal precautions. And I'm not sure if everyone is, is familiar with universal precautions, but in that public bathroom setting, if there are paper towels in there, you go in, you pull your paper towels down first, you wash your hands, you use the soap, yada, yada, yada. You get the paper towel. You turn the water off with the paper towel. You actually are supposed to open the door with that same paper towel and discard that paper towel once you get out of the bathroom. So hence, my reasoning for not really liking or caring for the air dryers is now I have to, in some situations in the public bathroom, I have to touch the flusher, the lever or the handle to flush the toilet, whether it's the urine or if they're not automatic or the toilet, depending on what the situation is when I get in there, what's open. Then I go to wash my hands. Now I have to turn the water on. I have to figure out a way to turn the water off because there's no paper towels. And then I dry my hands. So in essence, my hands are clean because I just washed them and they're dry. Now I've got to now I've got to even use my shirt sleeve or something else to touch the door to go out of the bathroom. 
because, like I mentioned, I've seen it and I know what happens. Everyone doesn't wash their hands, and one of the easiest place to trans one of the easiest places to transfer germs are from your hands because you use your hands so much. You touch everything. Hand door handles, you're constantly touching stuff. So that's how germs can get passed as well. It's very easy to pass germs through your hands and touching things. So in all in all, um, basketball may be available or may come back in June. Like I mentioned, um, the NFL draft is going to go on as scheduled. There's just, just not going to be open to the public as it has been uh, previously. So we'll wait and see what happens with the sports. Uh, I will definitely be in tune with free agency. Like I mentioned some things this morning, earlier today, some things that went on. Uh, I will also I will get the alert, so I will keep you posted as, as I get posted on what's going on. And that's just what it is. So, again, people, just be mindful, be cautious, be careful, wash your hands, do what you need to do. Um, yes, Shawana says, and it also blows the poop around. Yes, I mean, people have never really thought about that situation, I don't believe, as in-depth as I have, and especially not, probably not until now. But again, like we said, if you're in that bathroom, thank you, Shawana, for chiming in, too, as well. It's a, it's a tight, confined area. So now those, air, those germs are circulating in that area. And when you turn that hair, air blower on, now it's just blowing the germs all over the place. And they're all in there, and they're just festering. So the longer you're in there, it's easier, like I said, to do the universal precautions. That means you go into the bathroom. If there are paper towels, you roll out the paper towels first. And you go to the bathroom, you proceed to wash your hands, use soap and water. Then you grab your paper towels, you start to dry your hands, you turn the water off with the paper towel in your hand, you use the paper towel on your hand to open the door, exit the bathroom, the restroom, and discard the paper towel or the napkins, whatever, afterwards. That's what you do, folks. So moving right along, as you know, I have reported as well that we are going to also going to cover and talk a little bit about this NFL collective bargaining agreement which was passed over the weekend so uh it will take effect starting in 2021 okay and it will run until 2030 so what's that nine years for this collective bargaining agreement uh the final vote was 1019 to 959 that the nflpa released in a statement um tay what's going on brother what's happening um, the final, the roughly 2,500 uh, players in the union voted. So it was about 79% of the players actually voted on this collective bargaining agreement. So what is coming up are the things that I have been mentioning that were proposed to you the past several weeks. There will be an increase in regular season games, which will go from 16 to 17. The addition of an extra team in the playoffs to each conference. So now there'll be three games on wildcard weekend instead of two each day. Uh, there will only be one team throughout the seven. Uh, let's see, their 14-team playoff would have the top seed earning a first-round bye while teams through two through seven would play in the wildcard weekend. So it is in effect. Only There will only be one seed that will get a week, a week bye, and that would be the number one seed. So I think that's going to make it interesting for teams down the stretch like i said we've already mentioned how they've recently in the last several years have put more division games towards the end of the season which make the season more um exciting 
uh, more to watch, give the players more to play for towards the end of the season. So now with this only having a one one number one seed being the only seed to have a bye week, it's going to make it even more interesting where people are going to try and get to that number one seed to get that bye week off. The expanded playoffs will would be would have been expected to begin this year. So if the season does resume and start when it's supposed to or whenever it does start, this playoff format would start this year. The salary cap uh, for each team will go up to $198.2 million per club for year 2020. The active day roster will expand from 46 players to 48 players. The practice squads will increase from 10 players to 12 players. And will increase to 14 players in 2022, which will include two and four players with unlimited accrued seasons per team. Also in 2021, the annual player revenue will increase from 47 to 48 percent, which can go as high as 48.8 percent with the media kicker for the new television deal. So what's up, Tay? Ain't nothing going on, bro. I'm chilling. Doing good. So. You saw what I, you heard what I just read to you, and I want to take a minute and talk to people a little bit about this 47 to 48 percent um, as far as the revenue. And people will probably say, well, 48 percent, it's okay, it's not 50, they should have 50 or whatever, they should go up to 48, can go up to 48.8, which is very, even closer to 50. But you also have to take into consideration, folks, the, the amounts of money or the types of money that we're dealing with here. We're dealing with billions of dollars as far as that 48%, not just hundreds or millions. So that 48% could mean something to some of those players. So there's also been some flack, some talk. Uh, so there are players that have not voted on this collective bargaining agreement, but in essence, they had enough players vote and enough players vote yay or yes to pass the CBA. One player of issue who has some major concerns about this and how people and how his counterparts, his co-workers, his four other players are viewing it or not really paying as much attention as they should to this new CBA is one Aaron Rodgers. Um, excuse me. So I'm going to guess that he was not one to vote in favor of this contract and you know, I think that in the long run, this is going to benefit the players. Now, getting back to that 17-game season, something is going to have to be done with the preseason. So I don't know if they're going to take away one game or two games with that. And the 17-game season, the question becomes, now that we already are in a 17-week season with 16 games in a week by for each team. So they added that second week. Uh what about this coming with the 17 games now? Is it going to go to an 18-week season for the 17 games where each team will still have a bye in the middle? Uh, I'm tuning in. I'm watching everybody's comments. Again, Facebook Live Sports Rat Radio Show is the group page, so you can get over there and join me. If you have any comments, issues, concerns, you can chime in as well as everyone else has. Um, Octavius Green Jr., shout out to my guy. He says that the players and, and, and players associates should have asked for lifetime medical insurance. Absolutely. Um, I, I kind of agree with that because, as you know, a lot of these guys, because of the violent nature of the NFL, of the sport, 
they can't get proper health care once they retire after a certain time. So that, I think, should have been um, incorporated in there. I agree with you, um, Octavius. That should have been something that should have been, that might have been added into. Um, I just saw a note. What's up, Stan? I just saw another post, um, another alert that the NBA is considering to stopping the drug screening during the hiatus. You know, I think a lot of things um, that normally go on in the sports, different sports as far as their meetings and their off-seasons. Like, we call it the off-season because we don't actually see them playing. Their off-season, they're still working behind closed doors. So things are going on. Like I said, the draft is still approaching. They still had the draft combine. Uh, they are talking about other things going on. You still see free agency, see things happening, which things can happen over the phone via teleconference. Um, video conference so we can get some of these things can also still get done during this hiatus but I think that some some of the points of this hiatus should be focused around these professional athletes being able to settle down decompress um, be with their families like if you were tuned into the radio station earlier uh, the morning where simply Monica had toned Trump in the building and he said he is looking forward to this next two weeks. Um, and he said it's not a break for him. It's still work, but he's just working on working with his kids and being with his kids for the next two weeks. Um, thank you, bro. Tay, thank you, man. I'm proud of you, too. But thank you for tuning in as well. Like I said, Tony Trump said his, his greatest, one of his greatest uh, things that makes him happy, one of the greatest feats of his life, I think he said, are his kids. Um, and... He's going to have a great time with them. He said a lot of things are shut down, but he's going to make it do what it do. He's going to make it work for his kids, and, and that's a great thing. So I also think that as far as um, the players and everything surrounding all these major sports, Steve McCluskey, what's going on for my friend, fire department? Thank you for tuning in. I feel like some of these players, or a lot of these players, should be able to um, just decompress a little bit, not think about basketball, deal with their families, uh, spend time with their families, with their significant others if they have one, with their families if they're allowed, if they're able to. Uh, because, you know, this thing is, it is what it is. And with their type of work, they don't get to spend enough time, I believe, until what we call the off season, or until their off season. Um, and then that off season is shortened. Because being a professional athlete, you still have maybe appearances. You still have a workout regimen. So you'll get time with your family when you're off and not actually playing. But it's not the quality time that most people as a family have that are not professional athletes. So I think this time is good um, for both things. They can really get a hold, get a handle on this COVID-19 and see how it is, is affecting and how it may affect in the long run of from proceeding with these um, sports and them resuming. And it also will give these people and these players that allow personal time to be regular people, not the professional athlete that they normally are on the regular. It will give them time to be regular people, I think. And I think it's a good thing. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that goes on, like they said, the, NF the NBA is thinking about halting the drug testing, and I think they should. Uh you know, it, it just just give these guys a little break. You know, with everything that's going on, uh, as far as their world, their professional world, 
their personal world and just in the world in general right now. Um, I think they might need that just to clear their heads, take a little break and sit and relax a little bit. Uh, also, I, I want to mention some things that I saw that I think are great feats. Uh, and I'm a little confused as to why it wasn't brought up uh, by the actual NBA overall in general. But the first one I saw was an announcement, and I posted it. And you can always find these Sports Rat Radio Show, the group page. Anything I bring up on the show, I normally have posted. So I posted this one first, and it was Mark Cuban, who is handling some um, pay for the fares, or handling some pay for the uh, players, not the players, but the workers in the stadiums and all of that. Then I also read that later on, a couple days later down the line, one Zion Williamson is going to take care of the salaries during this hiatus for the arena workers down there in New Orleans. Um, I've also heard that there are other players who are chipping in and paying the salaries for these people who support them, the support staff for their arenas and things of that nature, which I think is a great thing. Um, I think it's very, very generous. Uh, I think it's a very uh, stand-up act that Mark Cuban, Zion Williamson, and especially Zion Williamson, uh, being as, as young as he is, a young 19 years old, um, and being able to be as considerate as he is and being understanding, like, I'm making big amounts of money, but, you know, these people are working every day. Um, they're not making nowhere near what I'm making, but now we have this hiatus and they can't work. So how are they going to get through? So I'm willing to help. Uh, so that's a great thing, a great feat on his part. And, you know, I'm sure that uh, some other people are doing some other things, but again, with this main focus on this COVID-19, uh, a lot of these feats that are going on behind closed doors or under the radar, if you will, are just that, being uh, are being done under the radar. Absolutely. Um, Octavius Green says, Zion is a great level of maturity and awareness. Um, I agree. Um, like I said, I definitely applaud the feat of Zion um, in doing this for these people. Like I mentioned, you know, he, he'll be okay because his salary is what it is. But these people are just regular, if you will, working Joes who rely on this stadium job during the basketball season or during the events that they have at these different arenas to make their money, to earn their living, to take care of their families. So, like, now that they can't work, what are they doing to, you know, maintain that level of security um, in their minds, in their mind frame? And what are they doing, doing to take care of their families? People are stepping up and doing some things uh, to help them out, and I think that's a great thing. This is what it's all about, um, giving back and being aware of your situation and the situations around you. So, like I said, I think that's a, a great thing that's going on. So, shout-outs to Mark Cuban, Zion Williamson, and anyone else that um, has been doing um, any feats anything of that nature during this time, like I said, this trying time, this confusing time that we are currently in right now. Uh, I also want to mention, like I said, if you didn't catch it, I will post some video from earlier today as well on my show. I posted a little bit on the page earlier. Tone Trump was in the building today on the Morning Rush with Simply Monica. Uh, he mentioned a lot of things, uh, a lot of things that he's doing. So you can go follow him, Tone Trump. On Instagram, you know, you can get catch up on what he's doing. Uh, also, we will definitely, we spoke about it briefly, 
but we will definitely be in contact. He, we will get him on the Sports Rap Show. He said he's an avid sports fan. He's a season ticket holder with the Philadelphia 76ers. So we will definitely talk about that in detail and get him up here on the Sports Rap Show as a guest uh, in the near future. I also mentioned to him, if he's tuned in, if not, this video will go up and I will tag him in the video. We mentioned some Sixers stuff and he mentioned about what we have been talking about for the past several weeks. And I'm in agreement with him. Um, but his words were he wants to fire Brett Brown. He thinks that there needs to be a coaching change. So I didn't actually quote him. George Santos, what's going on? So in the words of Tone Trump, who was in agreement with a lot of other people, that Brett Brown, his time is done. And like I said, my standpoint on that is always as it has been the last few weeks. I just think it's time for a change. Uh, I don't think there's any negative um, issues. I just think that he's not the right particular coach for this group of for this team for this group of players so i think we need to move on bring in some new life bring in some new blood hype this thing up and get changed and get to the expectations that we had for this season going in uh earlier so with that being said that's that you know you have your covet uh sports update and again i will continue to pay attention to what's going on um, I have my alerts on, so I get information um, most of the day. And any updates that I get, like I said, I will definitely transfer these updates to you and keep you informed and up to date as to what is going on. So the last thing I want to get to today, and I want to do this briefly, uh, but I want to try and get it out in the open. If you do not know, if you have not known, there is a discrimination a gender discrimination lawsuit um, going on between the U.S. Soccer Federation and the U.S. Women's National Team, who I am in support of. I love this women's national team. Uh, and some of the finer points of the discrimination suit is the fact that uh, the women feel that they should be paid more, they should be paid as much as the men. But the Soccer Federation is trying to lay claim that the men have a rougher time the men have more to do to prepare for the tournament well i beg to differ um it's the same sport it's the same regimen the same type of training and when you look at the u.s women's national team in comparison to the u.s men's national team hands down blows them out the water the women's national team is the winner is the better of the two they prepare and they go out and they win they've shown it when they won the world cup yada 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 they just recently won the women's national whatever i forget what it was called but they just won another uh championship so they win um i absolutely love uh megan rapinoe the one of the midfielder who was one of the leaders in this lawsuit and one of the best one of the great players one of the captains on the team so i i don't know what the u.s federation is going to get out of this um as far as it's a discrimination suit i am in favor or in in part with the women's national team as well as some of the men's uh national team are uh hence there's something going on i believe because the president of the soccer federation shortly after this uh came out has resigned in his position 
So the women are actually wanting um, equal play. And, you know, the soccer federation is saying that the male superiority and responsibility drew widespread condemnation. Well, it did. Uh, and this is something else that they wrote, and I quote, The comments made by U.S. soccer do not align with our values, nor our point of view on women's soccer. Monica Rustigi, Budweiser's president of marketing, said in a statement. And again, I quote, We champion and admire the athleticism of the women in this sport as we find them to be among the best athletes in the world. End quote. So, folks, I don't know. Um, thanks, Tay, for agreeing with me. I don't know if how many soccer fans I have tuned in. I'm sure I have some. I don't know how many people that have actually played soccer. But there is a hell of a lot of running in soccer. So you have to be in unbelievable shape to play soccer. And to play at the heightened level that this women's this U.S. women's team plays at, it takes a lot. It takes something special. And I don't discredit um, them. I applaud them because they put the work in, because they go out and they dominate teams when they play. So that shows me right there that they are in tune with their bodies, in tune with their craft, and they want to be the best. So they show you that they be that they are the best and they go out and win and dominate, which shows me that they do what they need to do to prepare to win. Same way the men do what they need to do to prepare for a game, although the women win a lot more than the men's soccer team does but I think that the women have the same tough road and I think that they should be paid or treated just as equally as the men during this time in the soccer federation and I think it needs to change so I'm in support of them in this suit and I hope that it works out in their favor because again they need to be, something needs to be done. It needs to be ramped up. It needs to be changed. Just like we talked about the WNBA and how the WNBA got their changes and their collective bargaining agreement where they have free agency. They won't have pretty much an even steel, even keel of pay where you will have some players who are the superstars, if you will, have a little bit, excuse me, of a higher salary. Um, it will allow these women to, stay here and not have to go overseas and play in the offseason to match their living um, expenses as they have been in the past seasons, in the past years. And there's free agency now um, in the women's game where they can barter and go, well, not barter, but they can now have their agents negotiate contracts for them that are more feasible to their talent level um, or whatever. So, again, you know, you can read up on this discrimination lawsuit. I will keep my ear to the street as always and let you know what's going on with it. Uh, with that being said, again, folks, COVID-19 has put a damper on the sports world. Uh, I'm not I have not made my decision as of yet when or if I will take a hiatus or not. But I see that I get reports that I see that free agency uh, it's not really going on, but deals are being done. And like I mentioned, these are the type of things that can be done, phone, teleconference, video conference. So people signing contracts, like I mentioned earlier, Dak was uh, given the franchise tag 
along as A.J. Green for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, uh, the last thing I want to read to you is Octavius Green chimes in. He says, women in 2020 should not have to deal with being marginalized and discriminated in the workplace. Absolutely. You know, I think if they're if they have the skill set and they have the talent, they should be compensated properly um, or equally. Uh, it, it's a shame that it has to come to a lawsuit as far as this um, to bring light to the situation. I just saw uh, an update. Uh, um, like I said, things are still going on. In the sports world, behind the scenes, the Eagles um, are apparently going to let Corey Clement walk. He will become a, an unrestricted, I believe, free agent. Yes, he will be an unrestricted free agent. Um, they did not offer him a free agent tender, so he'll be a free agent. Um, they may sign him back. They may not, but we'll see what happens. But again, like I said, anything that I get, I will definitely pass on to you. And, you know, take a look at, you know, some of the things that are going on today. And again, uh, we talk about women's. We have some progress in the WNBA. Hopefully we'll have some progress, you know, um, in this. Uh, he also says that Dak shouldn't play. Octavius Green also says Jack shouldn't play on this contract. And again, you know, people, you have to understand the franchise tag is really not in the favor of the player. What that does is that protects the team where they can hold on to a player for maybe another year where he wasn't hit the age, hit free agency and walk away from them. So it's not really in the player's best interest to get franchise tagged. Uh, so some players don't play on that franchise tag. We don't know what Dak is going to do as of yet. We don't even know when the season is going to start. So we still have some stuff in play that we can't get to that we that I will follow for you all. And again, Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Rap Podcast. I hope that I have enlightened you in some way with the chronological order of the COVID-19, its effect on the sports world, and also a little bit in between what you can do to stay safe and be mindful of what you do around people, around crowds of people, although there aren't really many crowds of people going on right now but just be mindful of what you need to do to be safe in your regimen and protecting yourself and all the stuff at all again netflix hulu all your streaming services get you a fire stick something will happen folks and again like i mentioned in my post i will do my best to try and get us through this because i am also a sports fan so i am suffering with you and again like i said i will do what i do what I can do to help get us through it. Again, the weather is changing, so now we can get outside a little bit more. We'll be able to play our own sports and make our own sports um, in place of not having anything to watch on TV. With that, be great on purpose. Again, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Rap Podcast. Be sure to tune into iHeartRadio where you get this, where you can get this podcast and Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcast. It's your boy D signing off and thank you for tuning in to the Sports Rap Podcast. <laughs>